All right, hey, welcome to the Roll Steady. This is the Tailboard Podcast. You know, I, I think when I teach water supply or, or when I've taught recently, there's, there's some confusion that might arise that I can provide a little bit of clarity to. Um, you know, I've identified what the confusion comes from, I think. Uh, it, it really boils down to this whole idea of knowing your target flow. Um, you must, you know, like you, 100% be able to pull up, have a ballpark idea of what this fire is going to demand of you in terms of water supply. You know, and if we don't, if we don't have that that ballpark idea, you know, then the fundamentals of water supply, they're, they're just not going to make sense. You're going to be left with a one-size-fits-all kind of use this at every fire and hope for the best kind of attitude or, or, or tactic, I should say. You know, so some clarification, and this is overly simplified, but, you know, you know small fires, small fire loads, that, that's going to demand of us small water supply tactics, okay? And, and big fire loads, okay, big fires are going to demand big water supply tactics. And I know that seems, again, overly simplified, but, but it's really the case. Like if you pull up and you've got, you know, one, two cross lay fire, th- that's not going to be a lot of water supply need. And so you can, you can leverage, you know, small water supply tactics in that, in that incident, right? Um, so you might stretch a three inch back to your hydrant you know, 50, a hundred feet away and be completely, you know, you've got more than enough water for the, the incident that's in front of you. But if you pull up and you've got, you know, a fire that's just carrying the mail that you're anticipating putting multiple ladder pipes or multiple master streams into play, you can't use those same tactics that you used with, you know, that smaller fire when you got a, you know, a much larger fire load, much larger fire sitting in front of you. So, you know, it's important to remember that there's a spectrum that exists and having tactics that, that span that, that spectrum, right? So small fires all the way up to large fires and tactics that span all the way from small fire or small water supply tactics all the way up to large water supply tactics. We can't just have a one size fits all and think that it's going to cover that entire spectrum. It's not, right? And so that's why like in this this whole idea of knowing your target flow, I do become a numbers person. I, I, I do push with young drivers or, or experienced drivers, you know, like, Hey, you do need to know your target flows. So, you know, for example, we go back to that two cross lay fire on, on my engine. We run TFT automatics. We're running our old hose and nozzle package. Okay. And you know, it's national hose, TFT, Midmatic, 75 PSI nozzles, automatics that, you know, our target flow is 150 GPM. So if it's a one, two cross lay fire, you know, my, my max water supply needs are going to be right around 300 GPM, you know, can I justify stretching a three inch 50 feet back to the hydrant, the yellow top here in the city of Dallas and get plenty of water? Abs- absolutely. I can to supply those two cross lays. So, you know, if I want to be cautious, can I stretch, you know, stretch a five inch back there? I, absolutely. Again. Yeah. And, and my friction loss is just going to be next to nothing in that five inch supply line flowing 300 gallons a minute. Okay. Now, if I pull up and I've got to supply a ladder pipe at 12 or 1500 GPM, and then I've got to supply a deck gun at, you know, 500 and another, you know, portable monitor at 500, right? I'm starting to get up into that 2000, 2500 GPM range. And I can't use that same three inch that I stretch back, right? Um, there's just simply not enough water being, you know, uh, supplied to the engine from the hydrant via that three inch. I've got to start leveraging other tactics. Um, and even beyond, you know, the, the needs of a single five inch sometimes, or a lot of times. 
Part of this month's episode is we're giving away an amazing axe from Iron Fox Tool Co. Um, you know, you can check out the description on how you can enter, but the keyword that you're looking for is gonna be ownership. The idea here and, and the thing that I try to stress with guys is, look, ha have have tactics that span that, that spectrum, right? Small fire up to, you know, just massive warehouse fires. You know, know your numbers, know, know what your target flows are, know that your deck gun is dropping 500 GPM, know that truck 27 is targeting 1500 GPM, okay, know that your cross lays are targeting, you know, if you're on my engine, it's 150, if you jump over to, say, engine 8 or engine 30, and they've got the new, uh, you know, Elkhart uh, package with the True ID hose, like, you could be targeting anywhere between 160, 185 on your, on your gallons per minute out of each individual line, so, it's important to know those. It's also important to know some of your friction loss numbers and how that's going to be, you know, how those are going to continue to ramp up and increase as we start to flow higher volumes, even on our supply side. So, you know, again, that that's, that's kind of the, you know, hopefully that provides a little bit of clarification. You know, I would never advocate to use big water supply tactics at a small fire. It just doesn't make any sense. Right. And if you try to use small fire or small water supply tactics at a huge fire, I mean, you're going to come up short. You're going to be telling the IC that, hey, look, we're, we're out of water way before you really would have been if you would have deployed better tactics. So, um, again, hopefully that gives you a little bit of clarification on, on how I kind of tend to think about these things and, and what I teach and how I teach. So, again, guys, thanks, everybody, that's supporting this channel. You know, continue to hold fast. Continue to raise the bar. So, hey, it makes sense to uh, include in this podcast, you know, part of a conversation that I had with uh, some really great guys on this whole topic. So hopefully you get a little bit of something out of this piece that we're going to add in as well. Here's what I want you to understand about these foam pros. They will tell you your, your, your flow proportion, half a percent, three percent. You can run that up. You can run that down, all that. I encourage you to know that thing. But this will also tell you your total volume on all your foam discharges. So it gives you a total. So if you're running three lines through foam discharges, it's going to give you your total you know, GPMs out of that. This is why it's so important to understand your target flows. This is why push. Like some people I've heard, ah, he's, a, he's, a not, he's a numbers guy. You're damn right I am. Like, you need to know some of these numbers. You should know that on engine 35 or engine 28 or engine 29 that I run on or engine 37 that I've run on, our target flow off that TFT automatic fog nozzle was 150 GPM. If we're flowing 98, there's a problem. Agree? Disagree? I'll get off my soapbox. 100%. So this is a tool that you can utilize. I encourage you to utilize. One of the things that people complain about, well, they're not accurate. I've heard this a thousand times, a thousand times from one of the guys sitting across the table from me. <laughs> Go ahead. I know you're itching. Yeah. So we do a really bad job of keeping these things calibrated in the city of Dallas. And I understand there's now in-service trainings talking about. They're doing a good job. I, I love them. Love them. Um, but I, I, it constantly hamstrung our efforts to try to arrive at good flows because those things lied to us and it burnt me. And I, and so talk about soapbox. I'm pretty bitter about foam pros. <laughs> Can we, okay, let me ask you this. Can we agree? If you've got a competent driver who on Thursdays is apparatus day, right? We lift the cab, we check our fluids, we do all that. You should be, you should be checking a lot of things in the apparatus every, every shift, 
But Thursdays is when we do a, a big workup on these things. Even if once a month you calibrated this thing, could we agree that this could be utilized as a way to, to confirm target flows? 100%. In fact, it's way better than the PSI measure. 100%. And and here's the thing, like, so if you look at like the manual, you want to be a nerd and you pull the manual or you 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 decide to call, you know, Foam Pro or FRC, you know, the just call Nick. Or you could call Nick, who understands this stuff, right? You'll know that these things come like if they're calibrated, and there's a way to calibrate them, and 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 in service has done a hell of a job putting out a video that shows you how to do this, right? Um they're within they're within five percent accuracy. That's what that's what and this is all I don't want to say governed because that's not the right word, but like they're meeting standards, right? So just to show you guys this, like if you're if you've got 150 GPM target flow, that's seven and a half gallons per minute. Like if that's seven and a half off, I don't give a shit. I don't care. Like, you know, now if it's 50 or 60 off, we got a problem, right? You know, if if we're 500, we're 25 off. So you're telling me that through my deck gun, if it shows 479 or 475 versus 500, that I'm going to care? I don't care. So, uh, again, back to my morning checkoff process. I mean, every shift, when I'm checking off the engine, I put it in pump gear. I pull my tank to pump. I charge my red line. I run it up to 200 uh, PSI on the discharge pressure. I bring my red line around to the pump panel and I open it up and I look at that foam pro and what, what number does it tell me I'm flowing right now? Now, whether that number is accurate or not, if it's within the ballpark of what I see every shift, which I can tell you right now, it's between 35 and 40 uh, GPMs at 200 PSI on the red line. Mm -hmm. Um, When I see a number significantly off, of that range in the morning, I know something's wrong with it. I know, I know, I know it needs to be calibrated. Um, and, and that's, I, I, I'm not going through the process of calibrating it every morning. Um, I think that's kind of overkill, but I, I know there's a problem. I might see that it's not registering flow at all. Okay, guys, I don't have this tool today, you know, until, until we get it repaired. Um, but, uh, I, I consistently see every shift, Tutor PSI to the red line, 35 to 40 GPMs flowing. Yeah. It's a tool. Use it. Like, it's sitting on your apparatus, and it's going to go away, unfortunately. Use it. I really wish we'd go to um, volume readings for every discharge. Like, like that I is agree. the definitive answer. I agree. For this, our whole problem of are we supplying these things adequately. Well, and that would, that would warm your soul because then we're less – 